Hello and welcome to today at Best of Super Juniors. It's final night. It's my last show on this particular one of Best of Juniors. Best of Super Juniors, all four of them. As you can probably tell, I've not enjoyed this tournament as much as I've enjoyed ones in the past, mainly because it's just so so short in time, but yet so much happened. Um, but we were out to City, General Gym City, General Gym Gymnasium. 3,312 was not a sellout. Um, I have a feeling probably would have been a sellout if Desperado had got to the final. Just saying. But, you know, um, they were there. People bought the tickets. There you go. Uh, whether they turned up or not. Uh, it opened with Oleg Bolton, Bolton, sorry, going up and tagging with Togi Makabe. They defeated Oscar Lube. Oscar! I sent a picture, sent a short video of um, Hells a Poppin' to Kevin Kelly yesterday, and it's caught Lee, um, oh, Lee, Lee Hazel um, uh, really enjoyed it and wants to watch it, so I sent him a link so he could watch uh, Hells a Poppin'. I hope he enjoyed it. Uh, and you two, I can see him in eight, six minutes, 37 seconds. Perfectly fine match. Um, <clears throat> Maccabee kind of pulsing through the young lines and Bolton's really kind of showing his power in this match I like him a lot, lots of potential Oscar Lube as well, lots of potential there Clark Connors with Gado defeated Rio Owa at 5 minutes and 18 seconds showing a darker side big brawl after the well no, it was a beatdown after the match Owa ended up with a chair right around his neck um, didn't get a ton of offense in as you'd expect from a young boys match but yes it was it was what it was, and Clark Connors continues on his heelish ways. Intriguing little tag team match uh, that came next. Chaos, Leo Rush and Yo defeated TMDK, Josie Fujita and Robbie Eagles, the mighty Don't Neil. Now, Robbie Eagles, after the match, this one, well, it was obviously, first of all, it was kind of tied up in the show. Uh, sorry, not show. Um... The last, it was kind of up, um, how can I put this? It was kind of up in the air um, when Robbie Eagles left Chaos. Basically, it basically boiled down to, like, um, he wasn't getting the opportunities. Leo came in, gets title shot straight away. He kind of felt like the third in line and joined TMDK. So there was a little bit of, like, you know, they're kind of still friends. They've just fallen out a little bit. Uh, that kind of it was it was nice. It wasn't just an all out. I hate you. It was um, just kind of a bit of a falling out between friends. But you know things are moving on. Fujita's on fire because he beat Gato on Friday, and though he lost here, he looked amazing in this particular um, match. Russian Yo um, look always look amazing as you know from winners of best of super junior best super junior tag league. Um, yeah, no, it was really, really cool. Um, really enjoyed it for what it was. Didn't last very long, but kind of telling all of the story, uh, really. Um, but really, what happened next after this match, after 9 minutes 12 minutes, lots of close action. Fujita takes the loss, but, you know, he showed up in, in doing it. His Robbie Eagles announced he's done with Japan. That's his last appearance for TMDK in, in Japan. Last appearance, um, if, uh, for this particular run, whether that means he's done with New Japan and TMDK altogether, I don't know. But he has his U.S. passport and visa, apparently, so he's off to go work in the U.S. Now, that could be for New Japan Strong. Could be for anyone. We don't know. But that apparently was the post-match comments. I'm trying to see if I find anything else um, on post-match comments. Any news has come up anywhere. 
No, that's 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 from last year. Let's let's go to the full website and search. I probably should have done this before I started, to be honest with you. It just occurred to me I should probably look it up. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, well, yes, yeah, so we'll see. Anyway, um, but yeah, so that's intriguing. We'll see what happens with him next. Next, United Empire, Aaron Henry, Dan Maloney, Francesco Acura, Great Okan, and TJP defeated Denko G, Hiroshi Denzan, Satoshi Kojima, Intergalactic Jet Setters, that's Kevin Knight and Kushida, along with Yuji Nagata. They were basically, it was TJP and Francesco Acura trying to line themselves up a tag team title match with Kevin Knight and Kushida. Kevin Knight said they'd think about it for Pro Wrestling Don Taco, which takes place next Saturday. So I guess we'll see, won't we? Yeah. Not really sure. We'll see what happens. See what's going on there. Um, but yeah, it was all right. <laughs> Just big lads beating each other up. It's pretty much all it was with some small lads beating each other up as well. Uh, but more interesting, Chaos, Hiroki Oto, Toriyani, Yoshihashi uh, went to a no contest with to House of Torture, Evil Show, and Yuta Takahashi along with Dick Togo. Nine minutes and seven seconds. This boils down to the fact that uh, Aaron Henry and Great Okan were sat at ringside. Um, and there is a three-way match that um, basically uh, is going to go on the Pro Wrestling Nontaku for the IWGP Tag Team Championships next Saturday. And um, they were trying to goad um, Bishimon into having a singles match, single tag team match, eliminate a tag team match against uh, United Empire so they could take the pickings. Because in a straight three-way match, Ujiro and the Evil probably don't stand a chance, which is fair enough. <laughs> so yeah so that kind of like worked in their favour so yeah so essentially Bishimon will take on uh, United Empire winners go up against House of Torture what was really interesting though was this next match Strong Style of Esperado Ren Narita tagged with Mike Bailey and Shota Umino to defeat Kazuchika Okada Tomura Ishii Hiroshi Tanahashi and Raisuke Taguchi 12 minutes and 47 seconds of an intriguing storytelling match basically um, Shota Rumino has been hanging out with his mates in Blackpool Combat Club and um, it's been not a heel turn but he's certainly more aggressive than he normally is and um, was after Kazuchika Okada Kazuchika Okada not that bothered he can wait his turn because Okada's the old man he knows what he's doing he picks and chooses the people he wrestles and that's basically the story the veterans Okada, Ishii, Tanahashi and Taguchi kind of like just bossing the show really all the way through this match um, and Narita looked great in this match Umino looked amazing in this match Desperado and Mike Bailey just looked on another planet in this match um, and that was the story it was Okada versus Shota Umino and at the end of the match um, after Narita made uh, Taguchi tap out to the Cobra Twist um Shota Umino challenged Kizuchi Okada, Tomohiro Ishii, and Hiroshi Tanahashi for the Never Openweight Six Man Tag Team Championships. Um, which is intriguing because his partners will be Claudio Castagnoli and Joel Moxley of the Blackpool Combat Club, and that will happen at for, but, um, Pro Wrestling Dontaku next weekend. So we will see what happens there because that's one of the biggest matches that Pro Wrestling could have, and it's happening on the undercut of Pro Wrestling Dontaku. Um, at the end of the match, Desperado and Mike Bailey had a bit of a, a chop and kick match. 
um, just to test each other out, shook hands, have a smile and laugh about it. Like, yeah, sometime soon. We'll have a go. So that's going to be cool if they ever get it on. A couple of friends having a go. They like each other in their own strange, bizarre way. Um, <laughs> let's get to say main event time. This was just five guys versus LIJ. Bushi, Haruma Takahashi, Shingo Takagi, Tetsuyu, Tetsuyu Nato defeated Duki Sanada, Teichi, Yoshinobu Kanemura with Takamichi Noku. I can't remember who got pinned, but it was just a ton of fun to watch. These these two go back and forth. Uh, next Saturday, Sonata defends um, Yo- defends his championship against Yota Suji, who apparently um, is a member of LIJ, but no one's really sure. <laughs> That's as so much we can tell you about that. So Yota Suji makes his return to New Japan on the full roster in the main event in a Rainmaker kind of style after he attacks Sonata. We'll see. He's jumped the line. We'll see what goes on there. Um, and then we get to the main event of the evening. Master Wato, accompanied by his mentor, Hiroyoshi Tenzan, defeated Titan with his um, LIJ mates, Bushi, Hiromi Takashi, Shingo Takagi, Tetsuya Nato, at ringside, 24 minutes and 48 seconds. And I tell you, the cage match users give it 9.31, and they have given Wato the hardest time over the last two years. And I know me and John definitely have. Um, giving him a hard time. As I described him last week with Dara here, he's been a haircut in search of a wrestler for quite some time. I don't regret saying that, because it was true. I was going back over some DMs with Ian Hamilton from uh, Ford W Online that we talked about in his first Best of Super Juniors a couple of years ago in the middle of COVID, and he was outright dangerous for himself and others. And now he is this super soothe match machine. And that is incredible to see the development of this wrestler. In, not even in the last two years, it's in the last six months. He's basically, Gato has booked him into confidence. He has booked him so hard that he started believing in himself. And, you know, he may not have looked it at Wrestle Kingdom. He looked a bit scrappy and out of depth. But he was getting there. And then today, he was there. He was absolutely the main event star. Pointing on top of that junior festival as well, gave him another kind of big stroke of like, hey, these guys believe in me, and that's all you need sometimes. And <clears throat> that belief has pushed him through to Best of Super Juniors, and T-Tan was outstanding. I cannot stress how good T-Tan is and how too great he was in this match. It was just blisteringly good. Um, the tournament itself, I mean, I mean it, 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 let's, let's finish the match off. T-Tan has gone up in the international wrestling estimation all over the place. Um, Master Wato has cemented the belief the front office I've had in him. Um, and a lot of the fans have as well. I must admit, I was not on the Wato train. I'm not on the Wato train particularly now, but he definitely has earned it, and he is very, very talented. Um and yeah, it's done a lot for developing the way junior heavyweights can move forward. And it's not just Hiromo and Desperado, which I suppose is the biggest issue. You know, that's that's been the biggest thing. We've moved away from Hiromo winning it every year. I think he might not win it for a good couple of years yet, which is fine. But he doesn't need to. He's there. He's the star. He's the ace of the company. And, of course, at the end of the show, Wato called out Hiromu um, and challenged him next Saturday at Pro Wrestling Dontaka for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, which Hiromu knew he would have to do in Master Wato's hometown. So we shall see if he can pull off the double like so many have before him. Um, 
but yeah, that's the way it goes. Dontaku, the winner, usually challenges at Dontaku. So there we go. And that's and the tournament itself has had some bright moments. Um, let's go back and think about all the people and who's done what with what and who. Uh, so block A, who have we had? Titan, as we said, has gone absolutely above and beyond. Hiromu Takahashi has solidified his place as the best junior heavyweight or one of the best junior heavyweights in the world. Mike Bailey, absolutely stunning debut in this tournament and really kind of gave him a lot of shine. Um, Leo Rush, Corey Navori on the downhill push because he's already done an awful lot since he's got to New Japan in a very short period of time. Show is still show, and he's he got to eight points, which is better than he did last year, I suppose. Dookie, again, workhorse of the division. I'd like to see him win it one day, maybe next year. I mean... They're slow burning him, but I think he could be the guy, and I think he could win it one year, just as an absolute outright spoiler surprise. Kasida and Takuchi are kind of done, really. They've done as much as they possibly can in this tournament. They've won it multiple times. They are the veterans of the division now, and that, that's that's fine. And They'll make the numbers up, and they'll look after the young guys, and that's their job. Um, <clears throat> where are we? Uh, who have we not looked at? Um... Francesco Eckera, again, consolidates position, eight points. He's done him the world of good. He's had some cracky matches. It's been a year. He's been a year in the company now. It hasn't felt like it. It's felt like six months. Bushi, again, kind of done. Elder veteran of the of the division. He's won the IWGP Championship once. He's never going to win this tournament. He might win the Tag League tournament with T-Than, but he isn't going to win this one. So, yeah, that's fine. Dan Maloney, superb debut. Eight points. Clark Connors did all right, really. Established himself as a killer. That's what he needed to do. Kevin Knight, again. Six points is probably a little bit short for him. But he's kind of like the scrappy underdog, and they kind of needed to kind of push him back down again as they pushed him in the singles tournament. So, yeah, six points is fine for him. Yoshinaba Kanemaru as well, six points. Again, a guy who's not going to win the tournament. He's just too old. But that doesn't mean he's not going to stop trying. Him and Dookie have to win tag team titles. That's going to be ace eventually. Yo, 12 points, about right. He's He's been the finalist in this tournament before. They can't really win him out again for a while because he's not the guy. He's the guy who's nearly the guy. He's Chaos's ace, and that's fine. But they need him to be other things in this particular company, and he's not the guy, and that's fine. He's going to make a good living being not the guy. And El Desperado and Robbie Eagles. Well, Robbie Eagles, as we know, might be done with New Japan Pro Wrestling, or certainly in Japan, so we'll see. And Del Desperado absolutely cemented himself as the best junior heavyweight, the most consistent performer in this particular tournament. I love the guy. You know that. And he really has kind of like lifted his character, his spirit. And it was just a shame to see him lose. And but I, in another sense, it's, I mean, I'm not as angry as I was yesterday because I was thoroughly beat down on it yesterday. But there you go. So that was Today at Best of Super Juniors. And it was genuinely was Today at Best of Super Juniors. So thank you for listening to me while these last two weeks batter on through this tournament, having to watch like four shows in a weekend to get through. But what can you do? That's pro wrestling for you. They throw you these curveballs. Hopefully the G1 won't be like this. I'll be able to get five matches watch a day. It's also done in the summer, <clears throat> which means like it's the last two weeks in July, I think. is when the G1 start? G1 Climax... It starts on G1 Climax 2023. What date is it? I've got to go through a list on Wikipedia. Let's have a look. Hang on. G1 Climax is... 
July 15th. I finished school on the 18th, so that's all right. <laughs> July 13th is a Saturday, I would think. Um, which means that... Duh, 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 duh. Yeah, I finish on the... No, I've gone too far. June, July. July 13th is a Thursday. Why are they starting on a Thursday? Well, I finish on a Thursday night, so that's fine. So I'll see matches on that weekend. And then I have the following week off. Well, I have a couple of days where I might not get to do today at... But I will eventually get to do today app, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um, thank you very much for listening to the show. My name is James Trooper, and you can find me at Sheriff Lonestar on Twitter, uh, Sheriff Lonestar TX on the on the Instagram. It's not really wrestling related though. You can find the show on Trooper Show on Twitter and on Instagram, and you can find me on Mastodon as well at Sheriff Lonestar. You can find us on Discord Trooper Show podcast and Facebook the Trooper Show. Take care tomorrow. Oh, yes, I should say this before I go. Today we lost Brian Dixon, the former lead booker of All-Star Wrestling, a promoter of many, many different things, not just pro wrestling, but the British wrestling industry owes that man a great, great credit. Um, Now, he's a wrestling promoter, and more specifically, he's a British wrestling promoter. So that brings problems, as you can probably imagine. But if it was not for him... British wrestling would not be in the place that's produced great wrestlers over the last 30 years. He is a man who gave a resurgence to the British wrestling industry. He's a man who kept people employed for a good 20 or 30 years. He's a man who found a home for people like Jushin Thunder Liger, Yuji Nagata, Hiroshi Tenzan, uh, so not Hiroshi Tenzan, um, Satoshi Kojima, and various other people who came here on excursions. Um, and he did an incredible amount for the world wrestling scene, not just the UK wrestling scene. And he produced some of the best matches this country ever saw. Mark Rocco and Flying Fujimada was, was one of them. Wayne Bridges and the feud with um, uh, Kendo Nagasaki. Just unreal professional wrestling of an incredibly high standard that he was a person who went out of his way to change the way the British wrestling industry thought. He was the least conservative booker when wrestling needed to be less conservative. He was a forward thinker. He knew he broke in stars like Robbie Brookside, who now works at the Performance Center in in Florida. He broke in guys like Steve Regal. He broke in guys like Doc Dean, the late Doc Dean. He made women's wrestling an actual thing in the United Kingdom. Mitzi Mueller, uh, Klondike, Kate, and various others would not have a wrestling career. And women's wrestling wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Brian. So thank you, Brian, for all the things you did in the British wrestling industry. Tomorrow isn't a tribute to Brian Dixon, though we will do that fairly soon, as soon as we possibly can. Um, But tomorrow is a British wrestling special. We're going to look at the fabulous Royal Brothers, the British tag team from the 1960s and 1970s, that did everything everybody does now, but did it better, did it faster, and did it more often, and did it 30 years before the time was due for them. They were arguably one of the best tag teams that ever lived and never got the credit for it. They were bigger than the Beatles, and as we all know, the Beatles were bigger than Jesus. Tomorrow, we talk about the fabulous Royal Brothers. Enjoy the Trooping Show. Take care, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye.